Here this morning, this Sunday after Thanksgiving, we are focusing here briefly on Psalm 1345 to gather our thoughts together. This service is one of my, actually probably is my favorite worship service that we have over the course of the year, because it's just a time for you as a congregation, for us as a church family, just to celebrate what God has done, to celebrate God's faithfulness, and to share with one another the things that God has done in our lives. Many times there are things that I've been privy to. Many times there's things that your small group has been privy to. But now is the time for the church body to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and how he's been faithful to you this, this past year. We're going to spend a couple moments here focusing on Psalm 145 to gather our thoughts together. Let us pray together as we begin. Heavenly Father, we come before you. And Lord, we ask that your spirit would be at work in our hearts to give us hearts that are thankful and that thank you for who you are, for what you have done, and for your work of grace in our lives. Lord, pray that you would bless this time, we pray. Amen. So when your family goes on road trips, how do you guys kill time in the car? I mean, yes, after the electronics have worn out and the batteries have died and you're kind of sick of that game, like how do you, how do you kill time in the car? One of the games that we play with, with at times, one of the games we play in our car rides is um, we go through the alphabet. Not just going through the alphabet, but we go through the alphabet and we have to identify a food with each letter of the alphabet. And then the next person that goes has to say all of the preceding letters and the foods that went with all those preceding letters until we get all the way down to the end of the alphabet. Sometimes we mix it up and do, you know, activities and things that we want to do or things, uh, things that we want to see or things that we're excited about. But here, as we come to Psalm 145, we have a psalm of praise that is actually an acrostic of the Hebrew alphabet. You see this a few times in the psalms, but the verses through, uh, in Psalm 145, verses 1 through 21, actually go through the different letters of the alphabet, giving praise to God for different aspects of his character and different aspects of who he is. Well, why do something like that? Well, for us, for me, you know, the, the times that I've used the alphabet to help remember things is not simply when playing games in the car. I also used that in seminary and in, and in grad school and college when I had a test coming up. And I needed to remember a whole bunch of things. I would make up an acrostic you know, to remember something for the exam that I was about to have. And then sometimes we would have it, and then you look here at some, and why are there acrostics? Why do we do them? I and you see them here with an alphabet. You see them at Valentine's Day for love, and here are all the ways that I love you, Alice, for a life together, and so on and so forth. But why are there these things? Well, it helps us. These, it's a memory tool to help us to focus our thoughts. And particularly with Psalm 145, as an alphabet of praise to God, it's there and given to help us focus and meditate on different aspects of God's character, to spur us to think about different things that God has done, to focus our thoughts, to reflect upon different nuances of who God is. Because I think if you asked all of us and said, do we need to thank God, we say, yes, yes, I need to, we need to thank God. God, thank you. Thank you for just all the stuff of you are and all the stuff that you do. We, thank you. Thank you. And yes, we need to do that. But the purpose of this psalm is to help us focus our thanks a little bit more specifically and to help us to reflect 
on these different aspects of who God is so that we would actually grow in thankfulness to God. So here, Psalm 145 is this acrostic of the Hebrew alphabet. We're going to go through it in English, not in Hebrew. I know you're disappointed. But as we go through it, I'm going to focus briefly on just 10 different themes that are highlighted in Psalm 145. The opening three verses of Psalm 145 calls us to praise God. Song of David. He declares, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Do you hear what the psalmist is doing? Is he's, he's not just simply writing these things, but he has written them to arouse within himself and within us praise to God. So when he is saying, I will extol you, my God and King, he is, he's not only saying, yes, I'm going to do this, but he's telling himself, I'm going to praise God right now. I'm going to give him praise. I'm going to extol him. I'm going to bless his name. I'm going to do this every day, forever and ever. Why? Because God is worthy of it. And because I need to do this. You know, I think about my own prayer life. I've recently been working through a, a book of, it's a prayer book that goes through different themes of prayer in Scripture. And it groups them together. You know, there's an aspect of praise. There's an aspect of uh, biblical prayers and petitions and requests to God, um, prayers of confession. But what kind of stood out to me in this book was that the biggest section in this book was on Thanksgiving. Of all the different ways to give thanks to God. And it was the biggest section in there. And I think about my own prayer life and I think, huh, are my own prayers, do they, are they representative that most of my prayer is just spent in thanks to God for who he is and what he's done? Because it is ever before me, his, his graciousness, his character, and his conduct. And if not, this is what the psalm is for. It's to arouse us to give praise to God for who he is and for what he has done and for us to, to focus our thoughts so here we are today to reflect upon these things and to look at these different nuances so that our thanks to him would be more than just a generalized thank you. Verses 4 through 7, after a call to praise, focus on God's conduct. This is what the psalmist writes. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. It focuses on God's conduct. God's works are the things that he has created. Or the nuance there is the things that he has created, the things that he has made. Yes, the creation, but people and nations and the things that God has developed in this world. God's mighty acts are, the focus there is a bit more on the ways that he has intervened when his people are in crisis. When there has been a need and God has intervened and brought about an intervention because something was going awry. And God's awesome deeds, his deeds, the focus of his deeds is a focus on the things that God has done, how God has acted on behalf of his people and acted to defend his name. And the psalmist calls us, to thank and praise God for his conduct. The third one is to thank and praise God not only for his conduct, but also for his character. Verses 8 and 9. 
The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. This is one of the most quoted verses, quoted phrases in all of the Old Testament. A reflection that God is gracious, that he is good, that he is patient and kind and long-suffering, that he is not hot-tempered, and he is forgiving. Oh, how we need to thank God for his character that is always true and unchanging. And after the reflection on his character, it focuses on another nuance of who God is, and that is his kingship. Verse 10 and 11. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generation. This, as it emphasizes God's kingship here, is that he is the ruler. That though things in our life are out of control, that that there are times when things go as unexpected, but they, and they, though they may surprise us, they never surprise God. And he always does what is right, and he always does what is good. And he is the king who is in control of all things. And we should thank him because of his kingship. So another nuance for us to focus on how we should give thanks and praise to God. Fifth one is God's compassion. The Lord is faithful in all his works and kind in all his works, faithful in all his words, and kind in all his works. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. It's the emphasis that not only is God king over all, but he is compassionate, that he helps, that he is the one who helps the inadequate. He is the one who revives those who have lost hope. He is the one who restores those who have failed and even who have failed abilities. God is the one who has compassion and straightens back that which has been bent. How we need to thank him for his compassion in our lives. The sixth one is God's kindness. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand You satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. That God is kind to his people. He is their provider. He gives us more than we need. He is dependable. He never forgets. He is loyal. He is unchanging. He is the God who delights in his world and is the sustainer of every living thing. His kindness is unsearchable. After that, it focuses on, after looking at God's conduct, his character, his kingship, his compassion, his kindness, the next one is God's concern, that the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. Is that our God is not one who is far off, 
but He is one who draws near to His people. He is not distant, but He is intimately close, and He cares about us. He is near to us. He hears our cry, and He responds. And in His response, He protects those who are His. his. And He is just, and He will bring about justice for His people and for the sake of His name. And then as a closing admonition, as a closing invitation to meditate upon God and to give Him praise, the psalmist declares, My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever. Let all flesh, that includes you and me, bless His name forever and ever. That may that be true of us. May our mouths speak the praises of the Lord as we worship Him. Now, as I mentioned, this was an acrostic in the Hebrew alphabet. And we missed a little bit of the weight of what was being emphasized in this passage because it was in Hebrew and we speak English, at least most of us do most of the time. So we're going to mix this up a little bit. So we're going to try our own alphabet of praise to God here. So what we want you to do is to shout out different aspects of God's character, different aspects of who He is, things that you are thankful for, and things that you have done. But And in a few minutes, we'll open up the mics and let people share about how God has worked, particularly in their own lives. But right now, as a congregation, let's shout out praises to God using the alphabet to do so. And I expect shouts to be coming from people of all ages. So from older people, younger people, kids, we'll shout them out as we go through the alphabet. Are you ready? All right. Letter A. All-powerful, awesome, almighty, abundant. B, benevolent, what? Oh, bountiful. (laughs) What? Blessed, beautiful. C, courageous, creator, compassionate. The middle section over here is being awfully quiet. Caring, what? Comforter. D, deliverer, divine, delightful, defender. E, everlasting, let's hear it for the young voice. Eternal. He's everywhere. He's in everything. Come on, guys, got to represent. F, faithful, way to jump in. Father, what? He's our friend. Forgiving, fantastic. And what? In our family. God makes us a part of his family. Excellent. Uh, G, good, gracious. God is God. All right. Jesus, I already called that one on J. All right. (laughs) All right. What else on G? Glorious, good, grace, generous, giving. H, holy, happy, helpful. And from the far back, honorable, good one. I, infinite, incomprehensible. 
Good job, Keegan. I. Incredible. He is the I, the eternal I am. Invisible, indestructible. J. Just, geez, already got the Jesus one. Beat you. <laughs> Over here. He is jealous. What else? Joyful. Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Uh, K. King, King of Kings. Kind. Keeper of Israel. L. Loving. Lord. Lion of Judah. Light of the world. What? Long suffering. Amen. Light. Life. Love. Lamb. M. Magnificent. Merciful. Mighty. Majestic. Messiah. Morning star. All right. N. Near. Noble, never-ending, nice, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, oh, <laughs> he's the omega. All right, P, patient, powerful, personal. Perfect. Prince of Peace. He's a promise keeper. Q. He is, he quiets my heart. Yes. Come on, Q's. He's what? Quick to forgive. And he is the judge of the quick and the dead. All right. Using old school language. R. Real. Regal, royal, redeemer. What's back there? Resourceful. Good. What else? Righteous, rock, refuge. All right, S. Savior, sovereign. Savior, sovereign. (laughs) Sinless, special. (laughs) He's the shepherd. Any other S's? He's Savior. He's our shepherd, strong tower. He's our shield, Lord Sabaoth, his name. That is, he's mighty in battle. T, sovereign, T. Teacher, trustworthy, teacher, uh, true. Any other T's? All right, you. Universal. Unlimited. Unstoppable, unfathomable, unchangeable, <laughs> ultimate, unequaled. V. Victorious. The what? Vanquisher of sin and evil. All right? He is the vine, he is vast. W. Wonderful. Wise. Worthy, winsome. He's what? He's he's the word of he's the word of life. He's the water of life. 
All right, here's the tough one. X. He's extra special. He's got x-ray vision. All right, here's the vocabulary word of the day is xenial. X-E-N-I-E-X-E-N-I-A-L, which means welcoming to stranger, hospitable to strangers. Why? Yahweh. Yeah. Come another Y. Yahovah. <laughs> what? He yearns for us. He is not over yonder. Um, <laughs> all right, Z. Zealous. From Zion, whatever Zion is, yep. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, now let's open up our own mouths to give praise to the Lord um, now that we've broken the ice. Um, as you come up and to share the things that you're thankful for about who God is and what God has done with your life, please just state your name so all of us, so those that don't know you can get to know you. Always the icebreaker is the toughest one to go first, so lead us off. Carl, thanks, bro. Uh, Carl Farner, I'm thankful for my dad and mom who were praying before World War II what to do. They decided to wait, and by faith, were married later. By faith what? Got oh, got married. Let's hear it for Carl being here. Let's hear it for <laughs> Ray. Go for it. Good morning. My name is Stephen Griffin. I'm uh, Bruce and Linda's son, Paul and Cheryl's brother, Shannon and Rachel's brother, uh, <laughs> So I've been here a few times with Pastor Walt. Always a pleasure to be here. And so it's great, first of all, just to give thanks to be here in the house of God, worshiping with my forever family. So I just uh, wanted to let you guys know that um, that is my, my first praise, is that I'm a Christian, that I've been saved by grace through faith. And it is a, it's a real um, miracle, I think, that God's brought me from where I was to where I am. Um, part of my testimony is the whole prodigal son thing. So long story short. Uh, read it in the Bible, and that was me. Uh, so I wandered away from uh, what God had blessed me with in my family, and uh, eventually through some boot camp in Paris Island in the Marine Corps, uh, God uh, worked on my heart and brought me back into um, his arms. So uh, long story short, again, became a Navy chaplain after getting out of the Marine Corps, and uh, I wanted to share with you guys today, um, knowing that I was going to be here, having a chance to share a quick praise. Uh, I am a, a pastor, a chaplain, so my, sh- my long story shorts are of five minutes, so uh, <laughs> I wanted to just share a praise, uh, a prayer request, and an exhortation, if I could, in three minutes now. My praise is that in the military, and I know a lot of you, I can recognize the haircuts are in the military, and I want to share a blessing and a praise that uh, God is still working in the military. As a chaplain, I get to see this more than probably the average person, but there are covert operations and Christian forces at work, and people are getting saved and baptized, and Jesus' name is being proclaimed uh, every day. And I wanted to say that in this place because I know that there's a, an assumption that the gospel is squashed, and we, we don't say Jesus too loud in the military. Uh, but that's uh, not my experience. My experience is that my, my colonel NJPs them, and then they come to my office uh, for counseling, and they get saved and baptized. And that's uh, glory, glory to God for that. Amen. So. Yeah. 
So that, that's a one, one praise, uh, if I could. And then the prayer request is uh, for continued boldness, uh, that we wouldn't uh, sacrifice our opportunity to witness in the military, in your life, wherever you are, uh, because you're afraid of not being politically correct. We're called to be ambassadors for Christ. We've been given the ministry of reconciliation, that we would be a, a tool that God would plead through um, to lead people to himself. And I just want to, that's my final piece as an exhortation to you, no matter where you're at, if you're 10 years old and you're in elementary school or you're uh, a senior and you're, you're doing big things in your retirement years, anywhere in between, uh, do not be afraid to boldly proclaim the name of Jesus wherever you are. And uh, that's what we're here for. So please pray for us as we continue that work in the military. Thank Thanks, you. Ken. Praise God. Good. All right, he got a special dispensation for, on that one. Wow. <laughs> I... Uh, Wow, if I want a chaplain, this is going to be tough. <laughs> anyway, um, I have several thanks, and, uh, and uh, I'm going to limit it to two. Uh, one, I'm thankful to uh, God for the bodies that he created. Uh, he supplied us with several systems that help us take control of our, our bodies. When I had my accident, my adrenal system kicked in and masked the pain so that... Uh, Elliot and I could uh, extract myself from my truck. Uh, I'm also thankful for my son Elliot and the way that God created his mind. Uh, he was hurried when he needed to be hurried. He was calm when he needed to be calm. He was commanding when the situation required him to be in command, and he was forward-thinking um, when it was time for him to think forward into the next step and what needed to happen. So I'm first thankful for God for the way he created us, and I'm thankful for my son. Thanks. Amen. And for those of you that don't know what happened, Ray was working on his car, and the jack fell out, and the uh, brake drum crushed his leg and ankle as he was pinned under it, and Elliot got him up and out until rescue crews came, and he subsequently got a um, Medal of Honor from the scouts for that. So particular act of God's grace. Read, and let's hold our applause to the end. Read. Uh, my name's Reed Sprague. Um, you know, it's a time of year when we celebrate our families and we're thankful for our families, but Barbara and I are particularly thankful this year for our church family. We've always been supported and loved by our church family, but this year in particular with Barbara's illness, we're very grateful for that. Thank you. Praise God. Keep them going, keep them going. <laughs> Who else? I'm Rich Pravat. I'm thankful for Steinway and Sons. Steinway and Sons filled pianos, and pianos remind me of my mother. My mother loves to play pianos, and I think that she is now again able to. She died earlier this um, month, and she is with the Lord in heaven, and they are rejoicing, and I'm really thankful for her. She gave us our family and our life and has been a blessing for many years, and so I remember her with great joyfulness and great thanks to the Lord for what he's done in her, through her, and in us. Amen. Wade. Hey, I'm Wade. Um, it's just been such a blessing to have such amazing friends and family because, to be fairly honest, life has just dealt such a hard blow for these past week, this past week or two because um, I, uh, I, um, MEPS has a, I'm not in the, I can't be in the military right now, and so, 
you know, I'm seeking to appeal maps, but just not sure if I, uh, the Lord has me going in the military or just in college. So it's just amazing to have uh, such family and friends that I can talk to about it. Thank so. you, God, for that. I am Marsha Roninger, and um, I wrote notes because I ramble less with notes, um, but they're double-spaced and large print, so we're okay. Uh, late last year, God made it evident to me that this year would be a year of praise. Um, this year started our household with a focus of praise. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his acts of power, and praise him for his surpassing greatness. And I'm thankful that those verses were written on my forehead and on my spiral note cards. Uh, and as many of you know, May in May, our world was turned upside down when Mark had his stroke. And uh, we were upside down, but God was still on his throne. And I'm thankful for the deputies that responded quickly when Mark's cry for help had no words. And I'm thankful for the elder that responded quickly to my cry for help and sat with Mark at the hospital and prayed. Um, when I was out of town and on my way to get to the hospital. Thank you, Rich, for being his brother and his friend. Um, and I'm thankful for the many of you that showed Christ's love by cleaning our house before we got to the, home from the hospital and bringing meals and the prayer support that this church gave us. Um, each of you, each of those things went up as praise to God. And uh, your prayers lifted us up and carried us when we faced those dark days and those dark weeks. And I'm very thankful to God for each one of you. God's right hand is lifted high, and he's done mighty things. I'm thankful that God is still on the throne, and he takes hold of our right hand and says, Do not fear. I will help you. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> My name's Holly, and this is not my favorite thing to be up here, but um, I, this year, I'm particularly grateful for this congregation. Um, Walt and I have been back and in ministry for about a little over 10 years now, and it feels like the congregation's turned over at least four or five times since then, but um, yet this body of believers remains so incredibly gracious and kind, and we truly... Um, feel and see the love of Christ by the way y'all love and serve us each and every day. And I can truly say there's no place or a group of people I'd rather worship with on Sunday mornings. So thank you. Amen. Thanks, babe. Keep it coming. So um, I'm Linda Griffin, and... So many things to be thankful for, but um, just to ride on what Holly was saying, I'm very thankful not only for the congregation, but especially for Walt and Holly and their amazing love that they have for us and their tireless um, job that they do. And a lot of times they don't get the recognition and the thanks that they deserve. Um, I'm also thankful that I have a voice today. <laughs> but um, I really encourage all of us to continue to uphold Walt and Holly in our prayers because they have an awesome job that they've been given by the Lord and an awesome ministry. And I just pray that they will continue to speak God's truth boldly on our behalf. Thanks, Linda. Thank you.
Rebecca. Hi, I'm Rebecca Van Echo, and um, we have much to be thankful for. Um, many of you joined us um, last year at about this time. My 19-year-old daughter went off to school in Texas, and we sent off a pretty healthy 19-year-old who had a very mild case of Crohn's disease and was symptom-free. Um, by the time she came home at Christmas, she was down to about 97 pounds and weak as a kitten. We didn't appreciate the rapidity with which Crohn's disease um, can attack and destroy. Um, she was out there being a dual major in electrical engineering and computer science and doing the standard college diet and lack of sleep. And anyways, by the time she came home, um, it was a great deal of damage to her intestines and none of us realized how bad it was. And we started off on a, a journey of many hospitalizations, many doctor visits, and we were very blessed to have this church walk alongside us. Um, it's hard when God has done a great many things to try to condense this, because I could share you point after point of miracles that occurred, but I'll try to limit it to just one. Um, my daughter was adamant about taking as conservative approach as possible to dealing with the damage. And I don't know, through some genetic fluke, she's ended up being very independent and headstrong. Um, <laughs> so we were dealing with what mom and dad thought, as well as what a 19-year-old and capable of making her own legal decisions. Um, but anyways, we had seen one doctor who was advocating a very conservative approach and procedure. And we were tending that direction and through a series of um, miscommunications and canceled appointments and whatever, we decided to see another, an opportunity appeared to see another physician who was highly recommended in Northern Virginia, and he was probably going to recommend a different, more radical uh, surgical approach. Well, there was a snowstorm that was going to occur, and we didn't want to get trapped down here and miss this appointment, so Nick went up early, and as it would turn out, she had a very bad flare um, that night, and we put her into the hospital in Arlington. She couldn't even swallow water at that point. Water was causing her very painful spasms. And that was the same hospital that this other physician, the one we were going to just check out, who was probably going to recommend a more radical, extensive surgical approach. As it would turn out, she did have the surgery at Arlington. We had to wait almost 10 days before they could do the surgery. Her body was so depleted in, um, in nourishment and minerals and everything else, we had to wait. But at the surgery, he came out after, at some point, most of it had been done, just to let me know where things were, and he showed me the pictures. And the bottom line was, if we had gone with a more conservative approach, the procedure that would involve using a balloon dilation, it would have ruptured many things inside of her and caused extensive damage and possibly killed her. And, and we had been asking this church to pray, and I just have such vivid memories at that moment, the grace of God. For, for redirecting us and through that snowstorm by putting us where we needed to be. It didn't seem the best choice, but it was where we needed to be. And God, through prayer and through his people, and directed us to the right place at the right time and protected my daughter from what we thought was a wise decision. And um, anyways, God spared her. The surgery went well. She is now fully healed up. Everything is back online, even her scarring. She was marveling at how well it's going, how things have healed up. And just, again, the graciousness, we look back on it now and I realize she was at great risk for seizures and infection given how 
bad off her body was at the time of this. She had not, her body was not even accepting nutrition. She was on a pick line, which is where they run a, um, a tube from your arm to your heart. That's how she got all of her nutrition for many, many weeks. Her intestines were so bad off. But again, God is gracious. She's back out at school. She's doing fine, and she's symptom-free now. Praise so God. praise God for answer to prayer. And again, our thanks to you for, for your many prayers and getting us through that. And again, for where Amanda's at today. Praise Thank God. you. Praise I know there's some youth who are sitting on the edge of their seats seeing like, should I go, should I go, should I go? So we haven't had any kids yet, so come on. Other people can come too, but I was just encouraging them. That's right, Joey. That's right. Go ahead. Oh, I'm Andy Wilson. I have two things to mention. One is in, um, in March, my father-in-law, Larry, had a stroke, and so there were a lot of prayers coming out from our small group and other places, and he is here with us today. So uh, blessings also, Carl, for Southern Maryland, because there's a lot of great opportunities here for um, uh, folks who need senior centers to go to and medical support to go to up in D.C. and such. So I want to say that. I also want to thank um, uh, Walt and the church to, for sponsoring American Heritage Girl Troop that started here um, this last fall. It's been a lot of fun, and there's a lot of young girls who are being influenced by um, this fun activity. So thank you very much. Awesome. Praise God. Joey. I'm Joey Brown, and uh, I'm going to try to do this without crying. <laughs> Not oh, <don't>. possible. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Just, just don't, don't even try. What's that? Don't even try. Just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, lost my husband in 2004, and the last 11 years have been very difficult, but I think I'm through the desert, <laughs> and I appreciate your prayers, I appreciate your friendship, and I also appreciate God's blessing of grandchildren. <laughs> I have uh, five uh, now, but I'll have seven in the new year. Um, one is adopted currently, and I will have another adopted grandchild in March. Nikki and Joe are adopting a child, Yay. for those of you who know them. And my son, who is four, is having his fifth. So I'm thankful to God for his provision, for his care, and for his love. And there is a path through the desert. Amen. Amen. I wanted to say how thankful I am for this like church community because it's a really good one and there's so many things going on out there and it's just a wonderful community, and it's helping a lot of people. So. Amen. Thanks, Abby. <laughs> Praise God. Anyway, I'm thankful for my mom, and because she, um, she is like a superwoman. Because <laughs> <laughs> to me, um, because. She homeschools five of her eight children. She can take them to piano, and she's always pushing me through and helping me um, 
you know, get the next thing done. And she's such an encouragement to me to, you know, do what I don't want to do. And I think, I think that, um, that I am just, I really am really, really grateful for her because she can always, she always is there for me and there for all of my siblings too. Awesome. Praise God. All right, bud. Hi. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> just take a step back, bud. Yeah, just take a step back. Hi. My name is... Hi. My name is Inigo. I am thankful for God for being God, and I, and I am thankful for the people for being in war when they were in um war. Amen. Let's thank God for them. Faith. Hi, my name is Faith Mason, and I'm very thankful for Miss Shoop um, this year for making ch um letting. Well, for doing all these children ministry things and um, just seeing the faces, the smiles on the children's faces for, and just being thankful, seeing her every morning and saying, hi, Miss Shoop, how are you doing today? Um, and I'm just really thankful that she has played with us. Well, not really played with us, but like um, come in our Sunday school classes and told us about like Funko and all those other stuff, and just made us want to come and see her and talk to her and all those other stuff. So I'm just really thankful for Mrs. Shoup. I'm really thankful for her too. Hi, is that too loud? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm speaking for both of us. Um, hi, my name is Michelle Shemansky. Um, my family's kind of new here. Uh, a year and a half ago, I had the privilege to go to St. Mary's College. It was new, it was really scary, a lot of change. Seems like a lot of things have been changing lately, but um, I'm thankful for God that he gave me such amazing parents and such amazing siblings to you know, help me through, keep me smiling. A lot of things have been a little hard. A lot of things have fallen unsuspectingly, um, but God gave me really strong and wise parents and a really amazing brother and two really cool sisters, so um, I'm just really thankful about the family that God's given me, the wisdom that they've shown me as showing me how to grow up into a young adult, and yeah. Thanks, God. Thank you. All yours. Hi, I'm Eva Reynolds, and I'm thankful for Miss Leanne, uh, the middle school girls leader, <laughs> yes, um, and also the middle school youth group uh, leader. And I'm just really thankful for her um, for coordinating everything and putting up with all our shenanigans and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. 
Thank you. Awesome. Let's hear it from Leanne. Praise God for Leanne. I'm thankful for my daddy because he is renewing a really old house for us because our other house is on sale. All right. <laughs> Praise God. Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron Hostetler. I've met most of you guys at some point uh, by now. Um, got the prodigal son thing locked down like Stephen. Uh, spent 15 years ignoring um, my faith that my parents raised me on and took my salvation and risked it for a long time. Um, but I'm thankful for forgiveness and for this church, for the, the fellowship that I've received here, welcoming my family. Um, they're not here today. They're homesick. Izzy would be uh, bugging me to come up and say something if she was here. <laughs> so I uh, just want to say I'm thankful for, for that and just the work that I've seen in my life and in my, my kids' lives in a short time. Um, we always expect, you know, at least I expected everything to be slow with salvation, with God working, but it was, it was instant gratification. And I've seen amazing change in my life and my family, so I'm thankful for that. Praise God. I'm glad he brought you here. <clears throat> Jamie. My name is Jamie Dittmar. I'm extremely thankful for uh, the Sunday youth or the Sunday middle school teachers, John, Mr. John Patrick and uh, Zach Jones. They're just so much fun and they're extremely helpful. They always like bring stuff and they're always extremely patient with us, even more like goofing off and not paying attention. So thank you very much. Praise God for teachers. Good. Zach. Good morning, Cornerstone. My name is Zach Jones. I'm 26 years old, and when I was 19, I found out the man that raised me wasn't my biological father. So first of all, I'm thankful that a man raised me not being his own. Uh, second of all, I'm thankful that I found a birth certificate, and it said that my biological father was from Laos. I'd never known about that country before, or even know where it was in the map. So that was the initial beginnings for me to uh, think about going to the country of Laos. And when I was saved about three years ago, I... Uh, I realized that was the purpose for me to go there, not just experience the culture, but to share the gospel. And so I did. And I'm just thankful for that experience because it was really life-changing. And uh, many people heard the gospel not by my own mouth, but just by the actions that students I had to teach. They didn't understand any English. So I thought, I'm going to go there and, and you know preach in front of the classroom. First of all, that was illegal. I can't. I would have been deported by the government. Second of all, the students wouldn't even understand me anyway if I tried. So I thought to myself, like, what am I doing here? And I want to share one of the prayer requests that God answered. I was in a cafe thinking, why am I here if I can't even preach the gospel? And I wrote down in my journal, God, give me chances to share my faith. And just then the waiter came up and started speaking English, which was very rare. And he said, I want to get your phone number so I can talk with you and practice often. And at the very end of my trip, the day before I came back to America, he heard the gospel of Jesus Christ for the first time. And I'm just really thankful for that experience as well. And... Uh, yeah, that was a great experience. Thank you for the, for the support, the church. I, I was able to collect over $6,000 to go there. And, uh, yeah, I'm thankful for the, the prayers. I saw prayers answered daily. I'm thankful to God for being a God that hears us and, and, and answers his children. And last but, last, 
last but not least, I'm thankful that uh, my sister accepted Christ this year. Amen. Me too. Uh, Zach and Natalie. Hi, I'm Zach Reed, and I'm thankful for my dad's back to be feeling better when he has bulging discs in his back, and that God's helped him for his back to feel better. Amen. You know, I think I'll start with, uh, I'm thankful for chronic pain. I know that sounds weird, but uh, I, I know that from us being here, so I'm, I'm Chad Reed, and we uh, moved away from here about two and a half years ago. God, in his uh, infinite wisdom, has brought us back, uh, and I'm thankful for that as well. Um, but for the chronic pain, I know that uh, many of you suffer from things much worse than back pain, uh, but yet God is so gracious that to teach us, for me at least, to, to humble me, to make me realize oh, I do have limitations. I'm not in control. And God is completely in control. And uh, as much as you wish, I'm sure at times, that God would just take away that pain, sometimes he does, and he can. But I'm thankful for those times when he doesn't take away our pain. Those times when we have to go to him and say, Abba, Father, Crawl up in his lap and say, God, I can't do it. I need your help. And it just reminds us of who he is and who we are. Um, and you see, I got my journal in my hands because I just flipping through it. Happened to bring it this morning. Forgot we were doing this. I guess we haven't been gone for a couple of years. Uh, but thankfully, uh, it just was a good reminder of all those. You know, I'm thankful for those dark times, too. For those times when it may seem like... Uh, God isn't there, but he always is. Those reminders, too, of how faithful he is. Um, I'm thankful for this church, too. You know, one of my kids, when we uh, came back a few months ago, uh, looked up at me in the middle of the service and said, God, uh, Dad, this church just seems like home. Um, and, and I'll attest to that, too. I'm thankful for the hospitality in this church. There's a number of folks, you know who you are, that for three months housed me either in their basement or their guest bedroom when the Navy decided to move me on such short notice and the family was left behind and I was here. Uh, so thank you. Um, I'm also thankful for what Christ has done in all our lives. And I'll just, again, I'll end with this and just read a few thoughts that I went back and was reminded of. Everything, good and bad, I'm thankful that it's from the hand of God. I'm thankful that he uses the weak and the humble to shame the proud and the strong. I'm thankful that the gospel is never in chains, that God cannot be stopped or deterred or shamed or shut up. God can't be stopped. And I'm thankful, too, that when we think about Christ's gift on the cross, just about what he did, that he never considered his position as something to be remembered or touted, that in his suffering, he did not grasp his rights, Although he was God, he has the substance of God. His eternal nature is divine. He gave up all this for us on the cross. He emptied himself. He humbled himself. And for this, I'm thankful. Praise God. All right, Natalie, and then Jen closes up. Hi, my name is Natalie. I'm thankful for um, all the teachers here at 
church and how they give up their time with their family to come and share the gospel with their classes. My name's Reset, and I just wanted to speak as well. Um, we are just so grateful for the way in which God has been at work in our neighborhood. Um, it's been kind of a neat uh, testimony to his faithfulness and just the fact that he uh, is so able to work within Define Ministry, like at Cornerstone, but also through just Life on Life, um, uh, just in, on, on a street. And um, we, uh, like the Reeds, were here for a few years, moved away, and were able to come back. And so because of that, we had a few inroads with our neighbors, um, although I really don't recollect having a lot of spiritual conversations with many of them. But uh, last year around this time, um, a lady texted me, another lady on the street literally knocked on my door, and they were really searching just for someone to speak, you know, truth to them, but also just to sit down and study God's word with them. And it was such an answer to prayer because when, upon moving back, my little toddlers had grown up and I had started to homeschool and joined a homeschool co-op that met the same morning that the women's Bible study was meeting here at the church, which was a ministry that I really enjoyed um, previously. So as I was sort of praying where I should plug in and looking to the church, the Lord really just uh, lifted called up these women on my street to, you know, just approach me, and we started a discipleship group. A year later, which is right now, um, we're six members, and um, we just shared a prayer breakfast together a couple Saturdays ago at their initiative, and um, we're continuing to, to just study God's word. We're in our third study, and um, the men are also uh, being... Uh, not formally discipled, but just sort of encouraged by Josh, my husband, and his influence. And we're just continuing to pray that marriages would flourish and thrive and families would um, just continue to, to grow together. And I know Natalie's had an opportunity to share with the Backyard Bible Club on our street this past summer and some of the relationships she's made. So, again, I just praise God for the fact that he pursues um, his people through all avenues, and that he would work through myself and my husband and just normal, sinful, weak people and um, just bring glory to him. And just to sort of uh, dovetail in with that, I just am so appreciative of Walt and Holly who have been supportive, um, especially Walt has been super uh, just hospitable to me, popping in the office with questions because it's been challenging. I'm... Um, with women, we're all from different backgrounds, and some of them are Roman Catholic, some of them are Episcopal, Methodist. It's really a melting pot, and I'm so used to being discipled by people who speak the same language, um, so to speak. So he's been able to help me field questions and help me um, uh, just give uh, free reign to his prolific library. And um, also, just thank you to Holly to, for praying with me. Um, at just times when I've needed that extra support um, sort of on those front lines of our community. So thank you. And praise God for his work. All right, la last one, last two, real quick. Last two this morning. 
Good morning. My name is Jen Newbert, and my husband, Fred, and I were members here up until about um, two years ago when we were PCS. So we can relate to the Reeds and the Philbies and many others, and we hope to be back as well. But right now we're visiting for the weekend. So I wanted to take this chance to say that I'm extremely thankful for Cornerstone, um, for Walt and Holly, and for so many of you who minister seen and unseen. Um, three years ago, right around now, um, I was pregnant with this one and diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And the next year was uh, um, a long journey, but um, my cancer is still in remission. And we are thankful to be here worshiping with you today and thankful for hope um, and thankful that we can be encouraged by Walt sermons online from, from afar and be back to visit occasionally too. So praise the Lord. Come back soon. I will try to do this without crying. Um, my name's Taylor, um, and I'm thankful for just three things. I'm thankful for the support of this church and the elders, and I'm also thankful for such supporting parents for um, standing by me throughout this whole process. Oh. And I'm also very thankful for the eight women that were in the hospital with me as I was in labor. Around the 10th hour, I was ready to give up and quit. And two nurses, they came in and they started praying with me. I don't remember much because I was very out of it, but they told me that I had to stay strong. And I was so close to C-section, which most of you guys know that's very hard to recover from. And once um, the rest of the ladies came back in, um, five minutes later, I had the urge to push. And I was about to break down in tears because I was so happy. And I just want to thank Miss Holly for being with me the whole way. Thank you so much. Great. Great It's a tough thing to um, want to end this, so you guys can continue it on your own, but let me close this in prayer as we go into our final two songs here this morning. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we do just praise you as your people. We worship you. We praise you for your compassion that we have heard, for your healing, for your sus the way that you have sustained us, Lord, for your, uh, your character, which never changes, is always faithful, is always good, is always right, that you are God that hears our prayers that you act on our behalf, that you put us in families, that you redeem relationships, that you restore brokenness. God, you are a God who does all these things. We praise you and worship you. And now, Lord, we ask that you would open up our voices to give you the praise that you are due. Amen. Let us rise and continue to worship the Lord.